This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Three, two, one. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. It was about that time that I reached out to John McCartan at the WQA and I explained to him my situation. I was just like, John, I really want to get this done, but I just feel like I've hit a wall. I just can't, I, you know, every more complex subject that comes up, I don't really fully understand the last one and it's all building upon itself and I'm just in the dust. And he said, Adrian, we have a new program coming. And that new program is WQA's instructor-led training for professional certification. That was Adrian Cavlin, one of the students in the program. And welcome to WQA Radio, where we bring you news and insights about the water treatment industry and promote better water quality around the world. This is episode number 296. If you're a first-time listener or new to the industry, welcome. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss a show. That's the magic of podcasting. And be sure to share the podcast with someone on your team or a friend or associate. We're publishing this December 7th of 2022. Find us at wqa.org on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And happy holidays from WQA. In this episode, we feature a conversation with Adrian Cavlin, owner of Quality Water in Aptos, California. Adrian explains what prompted him to sign up for WQA's instructor-led training, the advantages he has experienced working alongside others, the difference it's made in his grasp of technical issues, and the overall value of WQA's training and professional certification program. Later, we'll have our Motivational Minute and WQA tip. Now on to Adrian Cavlin on WQA Radio. And we welcome Adrian Cavlin to the program. Adrian is owner of Quality Water out in Aptos, California, and he is kind enough to join us for our WQA radio podcast and talk a little bit about the live instructor-led training, which we have uh, at WQA. We've had it uh, several sessions now uh, for 2022, and we're looking ahead to another starting in January of 2023. And so, Adrian, welcome to the show. Thanks, Wes. Really a privilege to be here. You know, we try to be somewhat serious on the show. We try to, uh, you know, deal with serious topics and everything like that. But I think, you know, the first question I have to get out of the way is, has anybody ever said to you, yo, Adrian? Oh, once or twice. Um, yeah, <laughs> of course. I get that all the time. I mean, you know, at first when I was a kid, uh, it was like a pain, you know, but now it's just like, oh, Awesome. I guess it's cool to be known for something. <laughs> I just had to. I had to ask. All right. Um, let's uh, let's kind of jump in with with uh, having you tell us a little bit about yourself and your company and and what you do in the industry. Thanks. Uh, well, uh, again, it's Quality Water of Aptos in uh, California. We are a little beachside community about ninety miles south of San Francisco. Um, 
my wife and I bought the store in September of 2020, uh, right in the kind of throes of the big pandemic. Um, we came from a 30 year history uh, in the entertainment services business where we operate a company, still we own it actually, that's quite successful in that space. But um, in that industry, COVID completely shut it down. So we were just like, okay, we gotta do something because we had, we had gone through a really bad experience in um, the great recession of 2008 and, the dot-com bubble and all that and back in 2000, we just saw this huge wave coming and we were like, we've got to diversify our income sources. So we decided to try to find an essentials business um, to get into and the water one was for sale and we were just like, okay, let's, let's give this thing a shot. Um, so the only issue was that I knew absolutely nothing about water or water treatment. So it was just a matter of, okay, let's buy the business and then figure out how we're going to figure it out. Um, and so I began to look, uh, at, you know, just, is there, is there a national organization, you know, that I could get involved with that might be able to guide me? Um, and of course uh, there was, and I joined WQA right away, um, started the independent training course, which we can kind of talk about a little bit more later if you want. Um, and then a couple other key things I did was, um, I created, um, relationships with my local competitors. I called, introduced myself went and met them and even um, got some mentoring from them, uh, which was super generous on their part. Uh, and then lastly, um, joined the um, Water Treatment Pros group on Facebook, which I strongly suggest. Um, it's not all, you know, uh, you know, happy and bubblegum and roses and stuff in there all the time. Sometimes people say things that aren't wonderful, but, uh, you know, for the most part, it's populated with uh, top level professionals who know what they're doing and will offer help uh, whenever needed. And I've met some of the best people in this industry through that group. Um, so that's kind of our story, I guess, uh, on how, how we're, we're here with you. Yeah, I love it. I love the fact that you went to your competitors for assistance and for mentoring and that they were in fact willing willing to uh, willing to help and I'm, I'm 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 glad to hear that story that sounds great and that you uh, had such an interesting beginning you know you got into it and then you said you know what i'll go ahead and figure it out as i go so that's that's a that's an encouraging story you always like to hear those success stories especially you know in these tough times so uh, let me ask you this so now that you've been in the industry for what now three years or or going on three couple years. Of years yeah yeah what's been, what's been the best part of for you what do you like the best what have you what are you starting to figure out as being the best part well um so our store when we bought it it's it we bought it as a retail water store um so basically it's a place where people come to refill five gallon bottles three gallon bottles whatever with a um you know commercial level ro system in-house producing really nice water and that's what it looks like on the cover of, of this thing, right? But when we got in there, we found out that uh, the company had a pretty robust uh, uh, field complement of point of use RO systems that had been installed over a period of about 20 some odd years. Uh, and these systems needed to be maintained. So we you know, learned about how to maintain point of use RO uh, and also how to install point of use RO. Um, so I would say to answer your question, that's probably what I enjoy the most. And it's only because I've, you know, had the most experience in it and have had a chance to, to like get my hands in there and optimize things and, and learn to do things my way and, and humbly 
I'd like to say, you know, improve the processes that were in place um, when we, you know, bought the company. So I would say that that's, yeah, point of use RO is probably my strongest area right now. Uh, but we're learning about everything else, trust me, <laughs> in this program. Well, speaking of learning, and I mentioned that uh, you have been involved. We've, we've, we've had this instructor-led training, which has been yeah. a new feature from WQA's Training and Professional Certification Department. And it has really been a game changer, we think, for a lot of people because other, uh, otherwise in the past, you were pretty much on your own. You were doing it on your own. It was great in terms of it being online and accessible and, and, and having all of the materials right there for you. But now this instructor-led training uh, aspect took it to a new level. You've been involved and we wanted to ask you how that has been going for you or how that went for you. And, and first of all, you know, what was it that led you to try it and, and what was your experience? Yeah. So as I mentioned, you know, early on, I researched and found the WQA. I was made aware of their education program and I joined it. And um, now to my understanding, um, especially in those early days, it required that you had a mentor. Now, typically, if you're lucky enough to work for a company, uh, like let's say you're a 20 year old guy, you know, and you just joined a company, you probably have an owner who's run that company for 30 years and knows all the ins and outs. And that person can be that mentor for you. So when you go do the homework, you get it checked by your mentor. Um, you have questions, you ask your mentor. Uh, and it's, you know, not only that, but you're in a company that's at high frequency. So they're out doing stuff all the time. You're in the field all the time. This was not the case with this company. I was the guy and I had no experience whatsoever. So I jumped into this thing figuring, all right, I'm going to slug it out. I will educate myself as I go and, and try to do it alone. And I feel like I made a, a really strong effort at that. I wouldn't say I left it all out on the field, but I left most of it out on the field. Um, the only issue is that at a certain point, I felt like it was, I was just out in the weeds. You know, I, I just didn't have a strong enough foundation. Um, the person who generously was mentoring me was my OEM, a guy named Alan Horner, who's the um, president of the PWQA and just a, a, a great, great guy and a great resource in this industry. But I mean, you know, he's down in Southern California. Um, you know, he's busy as busy gets. And so I just couldn't keep, keep it up. Um, it was about that time that I reached out to John McCartan at the WQA and I explained to him my situation. I was just like, John, I really want to get this done, but I just feel like I've hit a wall. I just can't, I, you know, every more complex subject that comes up, I don't really fully understand the last one and it's all building upon itself and I'm just in the dust. And he said, Adrian, we have a new program coming and we think it's going to be perfect for you. Um, and honestly, it has been perfect for me. Um, I think that this idea that first of all, you have, you know, three mentors really, and four, if you, if you count, uh, Kelly, um, in there as well, Kelly Thompson, who jumps in and helps us, um, you know, top level experts in the industry, um, you have a class you have to be at once a week. It's like, okay, accountability. Here we are. We're, we're, we're going to all get together. And then in that class, you realize it's not just you, you're not alone in this thing. You got, you know, 20 other people or whatever are all in it, just like you learning, just like you have questions, just like you do. And the great thing is, is you get to benefit from hearing their questions. You know, 
which aren't the same as yours and illuminate other concepts and, and things that, you know, deserve examination while you're studying. Um, on top of that, you have the homework, of course, but it's once a week. So it feels doable. Like I was just plowing through that, that um, independent study system just because I didn't know how I should pace myself. So I was, you know, doing three homeworks a week, sometimes four. And it just, again, it became very overwhelming. Um, so no, I've been, I've been absolutely thrilled with it. Um, and one of the very best parts about the whole program is the after class discussion where the mentors literally stay online as long as you want. And if you have further questions or need to explore other topics, they're there for you. And uh, we'll talk to you until you are at a point where you're feeling like you understand. Um, and that's week after week that they do that. So I am a very happy person right now. Uh, I just hope to heck I can pass the test. That's the only thing I'm worried about. <laughs> I hear it's a doozy. Yeah we, yeah, we certainly wish you well on that score. Uh, but I like what you said about accountability. And I like what you said about being in a class with others so that you knew you weren't going it alone. I think both of those aspects are really important, aren't they? I would, I would concur with that. Yeah. Uh, big difference, big difference. And especially if you're new and you don't really, again, you're not in a company where you have others. And I mean, for me, it was a godsend just because I just felt like I was completely out on a tether. So, um, has, has there been a, a sense of, okay, now that I have done this, and of course you, you mentioned you need to take the exam and get your actual certification. Do you feel like you're better positioned now? You're better able to, to handle the challenges going forward? Oh, absolutely. I mean, not only because of the knowledge that I'm gaining on a weekly basis um, and the notes I take and, you know, just all this material that you're exposed to and can now reference going forward. But even beyond that is the the relationships, right? I mean, you know, I have made a point of being around on those after you know, after class discussions and trying to, um, you know, get some extra time with my mentors in there. And I feel like if, you know, in a year, if I've got a problem with water that I can't figure out, I could conceivably reach out to any of those people and say, hey, can you help me in, you know, figuring this out? And it's a relationship that's been created and a, uh, and a resource that, you know, I don't know. It, I think it's pretty obvious. You know, it's just a, a great way to go forward from a program like this, knowing that that support network is still going to be there. Were you able to fit it into your schedule fairly easily or did that become a problem trying to you know, get the live training in at the right time along with your day to day activities? Well, luckily, the way our store is um, structured, it was not too much of an imposition for me. But I do know that there are a fair few people in this uh, industry who, you know, they're starting their day at 7 a.m. Um, that could be a little tough, but I do know that there are two um, times that these classes are offered uh, during the week. So for me, it worked out better on the one I took. But, you know, if push came to shove and once a week, you know, I had to be up in a, and in a class at 5 a.m. Uh, California time, you know, for whatever period of time it takes me to get the certification I want. I mean, I would just look at that as a cost and say, that's what I'm going to be doing for that period of time. Well, cost or investment, right? Uh, you're investing Even in better. yourself. Yep. Even better. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, training, you know, we, well, first of all, we can never really stop learning. Right. 
um, okay. or we shouldn't uh, stop learning. And um, and this the type of training that you're receiving here obviously has that uh, that little extra benefit uh, of uh, really preparing you, but also then get. I, this is where I wanted to go, and that is this certain a certain level of confidence that you now have. I would think moving forward as well, so that you can handle uh, many of the challenges that you might face out there in the field. Yeah, I would again. I would agree with that for sure. Um, I think I, mean, I did a I did a lot of training and education in my previous industry. Um, you know, at a, a relatively high level, I might even say. And I think that there's a a point in your education um, in any track that you're in where the knowledge becomes yours. You're not like looking at it and trying to ingest it. You have ingested it, and it is now permanent for you. And it's my hope that um, that after this process is done for me, that that will be the case. Um, you know, and but I think that's very uh, individualized. You know, I think that people learn differently. People have different levels of retention capability, and you just have to. Um, go at it the best you can. Some people have to take a gazillion notes on everything and other people, you just say it to them and it's there. I love those people. I wish I was one of them. <laughs> oh yeah. Learning styles, the types of learning. Some people learn better in a classroom setting. Some people learn better reading and so forth, but you know, obviously there's a combination here at work. And uh, so we certainly from WQA standpoint want to encourage others who are in the profession like you, Adrian, to participate in upcoming opportunities. But let me just, you know, kind of throw it back to you. If somebody's maybe thinking about this for January or beyond in 2023, um, what, you know, maybe they're on the fence, maybe they're wondering, hey, is it really worth it? Or, you know, do I have the time? What would you say? Well, again, I think that as you pointed out before, it's an investment. So, you you make the time. I mean, do you need to do it? That's the question. Um, I needed to do it. Uh, I think that if you take, if you really understand the level of trust and responsibility and obligation that you have in this industry, um, when you go to a customer's house and you make a recommendation on how to treat the water that they're going to put in their body, and you realize that if you make the wrong recommendation, that there could be dire consequences. Um, I mean, I think it's a it's an absolute no brainer that anybody out there in this industry who is recommending water treatment for people needs to be certified. Uh, to me, uh, you know, and I know that there's a ton of people out there making their living doing this who are not certified, and you know, over the years they've accrued a certain amount of knowledge, but. I will say this, just in the time that I've spent in these classes, it has allowed me to observe some of people, others that I know in this industry and how they go about, you know, assessing what a customer's treatment needs are and everything else. And I see how, you know, the patterns they've gotten into. And I realize that like, wow, okay, now that I have some training, I realize, wow, they're really not going through all the steps that they should be going through. It's, it's kind of a, you know, uh, a solution that they kind of recommend every time without considering what particular consequences might be in this particular situation. You know what I mean? And 
and I would, you know, I'm not saying that like, you know, there's people out there who are dangerously, uh, you know, compromising the health of others, but I, I just think that everyone would benefit if there were a standard that people were held to in this industry to be able to do it. Uh, no question about it. So, uh, very well said now, um, going ahead or looking ahead into 2023, as we wrap up our conversation here, what are you looking forward to? Or, uh, you know, there's talk of recession, or maybe we're already in a recession or things like that. What, what kind of challenges do you see out there that you're going to have to uh, work through as a water treatment professional? Well, I mean, my biggest thing that I'm kind of scared about is just passing that darn test, you know, uh-huh. but, uh, but assuming that that happens uh, on my first or second or third try, um, you know, again, economic forecasts, right? So I've been kind of concerned about that, like everybody. And I don't have the experience in this industry to be able to comment on that. Um, I know what it was in my other industry, and it was a disaster when things like this came. But I will say this for the water industry. Now, I've spoken with somebody who is um, a, what, think he's been at this thing for about 40 something years in his company. And I asked him very, you know, directly about what his experience in 2008 was. Um, And he told me now he is um, in the tank exchange, primarily tank exchange business, um, also does some, you know, point of entry and point of use installations too for automatics and such. But um, he told me that in the in the throes of that recession, that the installs almost went completely away, but the tank exchange, almost nothing changed. They did, they practically didn't lose any customers at all. Um, I can tell you the early returns on our side in our company right now, um, from number, a numbers standpoint, and also just in discussions with customers, um, the numbers show a relative stability and the discussion with customers always ends with, well, we don't really have a choice. And the reason is, is that people who are accustomed to having good water, I would say are very unlikely to go back to having bad water. Um, So I feel like it's, we're in a a very stable industry is what I would say, um, which is, which is great. Um, And as far as hopes for the future, I just hope we can continue to build our business. Um, You know, we hope to hopefully acquire another water company at some point in the next year as well, and just try to continue to be, the best we can be and know the most that we can and offer great service. Uh, very well said. I love the growth mindset that you expressed there. And uh, you're not just resting on your laurels and, and just uh, having that status quo mindset, which, uh, which, you know, we can all be infected with if we're not careful. Right. Yeah. So uh, appreciate all that, that you had to say. And the other thing I really liked and I picked up during the conversation was the fact that you, you know, you had your, your, uh, your, your contact, your relationships with uh, others in the industry. You had the Water Treatment Professionals Facebook group. You had WQA. And, you know, all of those speak to the idea that we learn from each other. We're better together. We can network and all of those things. And no place is better for all of that than the WQA convention. You know, that's coming up in April in Las Vegas. So I just figured I'd put in a nice plug for that yeah. and, and, you know, have everybody make sure they circle that date on the calendar, April 18th through the 20th with the WQA business boot camp. by the way, coming up on April 17th. That's one day before the convention. Uh, 
And that's yeah. a, a great one, particularly for dealers who just want to learn more about running a business. So uh, yeah. anyway, I, I, you know, I certainly would encourage you, Adrian, uh, in, in that respect. But um, uh, anybody who's listening to obviously consider attending both boot camp as well as convention in Las Vegas in April. So, Adrian, uh, perfect. I appreciate your comments. This was great talking to you, and uh, we we look forward to you passing that test and getting your professional certification and continuing to grow in the industry. I appreciate that very much, Wes. Thank you, and uh, it's been a pleasure being on the show with you. Now our motivational minute. Things get complicated. When they get complicated, people tend to avoid them. So uncomplicate, simplify, remove steps, clear out the files, rethink the process. That's what our team did when we designed the new WQA laboratory for our Gold Seal product certification program. They stepped through their process and eliminated the extra steps by making sure things were in the right place. As you simplify, you might find that you do things faster, cheaper, and better. Begin with a question. Why? Why are we doing this? Is it needed? Is that step needed? Is that product needed? I'm reminded of the quote from Vince Lombardi, the legendary coach of the Green Bay Packers. He encouraged a very simple offense. He said, it's hard to be aggressive when you're confused. (laughs) Let's take the confusion out of the process and simplify. And now our WQA tip. We know it's been tough to hire the workforce you need, especially for dealers. That's why we have our WQA Career Center, where you can post a job and look for that next wave of talent. With the WQA Career Center, you can get the same state-of-the-art services that you would get with commercial job boards and more. Plus, WQA is a member of the Engineering and Science Career Network, so your job posts reach a much wider audience. Go to wqa.org careers to get started. And remember, WQA member companies get a member discount. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, a podcast of the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on most popular podcast apps. Learn more about water at wqa.org and, of course, learn about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at wqa.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio.